Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Tim. Timbo. Hello. What's up, gentlemen? Eh, you know, I, uh, before we're going to talk about it a little bit today, but before we get to it, I didn't end up making it down to Rocky Top. Unfortunately, uh, it was, I was just telling the guys before we start recording, literally had the worst kids week this week. They were, they were good kids. They just between sicknesses, one almost choking to death. Uh, another one having the worst play nose I've ever seen. Like, dude, I just, we could get a break this week. And plus it's like end of school. So I'm sure parents out there understand, like, you know, they've got like baseball practice and soccer and award ceremonies and last minute chorus concerts. And it's just like, dude, I was just like spent, I'm spent. Uh, but no, I, you know, listen, everybody's live. Everyone's now healthy, but it was, it's just been a week from hell. So I'm just glad to be talking about something silly like legion so so that's good (laughs) anytime you come back from a trip and it's like how was your trip well everybody lived (laughs) Um, (laughs) wasn't a good trip right all the kids came back with us so that's positive right Mm. um yeah well we are going to talk legion today uh we got uh gar saxon preview for the man with the, with the impossible jawline and um so we'll talk about him we got uh two card previews from star wars celebration we also got some miniature previews um mm. which we can briefly touch on we don't have any yeah. stats or anything to talk about but uh ewoks are fun so <laughs> i love them personally <laughs> oh dude um, I, uh, me too I'm so excited. I've been yeah. anyone who's been listening to Scoundrels or the Fifth Trooper from the beginning knows. It's the one thing I've been like, uh, as soon as they have Ewoks, I'm all in. Like, because I, in yep. my mind, I hope they play like this, but in my mind, they play like goblins from goblins. Exactly. Yeah, from fantasy. Yep. Yep. And I'm just like, if they play anything even close to like that, I'm 120% and I will buy all of them and many of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, it, <laughs> I, I have not done this for any of the other four factions, but for Ewoks, I would totally buy enough just to be able to do Grand Army mm-hmm. like in an <laughs> extremely small chance that that ever happens. Um, yeah, I'm the same with you. I played Orcs and Goblins back when yeah. fantasy was a thing. Oh. And um, I've always thought Ewoks were hilarious, uh, yeah. sort of, because they just mean themselves and... Yeah, they're not meant to be taken seriously. Like, Dude, and for fine. those, yeah, <laughs> and for those of you out there that don't know that never played Warhammer Fantasy, they had this chart that you would have to roll on before your units mm. activated on a D six, and depending on what they rolled, depended on it was called the animosity chart, yep. and depending on what they rolled, depending on what happened, sometimes they'd be fine and they'd fight. Sometimes they just run back into your units and fight them. Sometimes they would run straight at the closest enemy and fight them. Dude, it was so much fun yep. and chaotic. Total uh, chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had dudes that would get all hopped up on like mushrooms and then spin these crazy giant yeah. ball and chains that were bigger than them. Night goblin um, fanatics. Night, yep, exactly. Um, so yeah, the uh the Ewok models they previewed, I think look great. Yeah. Um, I love the I would be the people were complaining about like the tactical trees. I would be disappointed if like an Ewok was not standing on some kind of vegetation Agreed. personally. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I mean, they're Ewoks. Oh, I, oh. anyways, we'll talk more about it. Yeah, so yeah. We can, we can get to it. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we will definitely probably have time for the force user thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't like that. Force users <laughs> never. <laughs> I had all my paintbrushes lined up on my desk right here, and my cat just jumped up onto the desk. And of course, um, you know, instead of making contact with the desk, yeah. made contact with paintbrushes and oh, just pulled perfect. all of the paintbrushes off the floor. Oh. Um, so that'll be a problem for later, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, we did get some card previews from Celebration mm-hmm. too, so we'll talk mm-hmm. about those. Um, and we had two tournaments this last weekend, so we will very briefly talk about those. We don't actually have, as of the moment of this cast, lists are not public for Rocky Top. Yeah. Um, so we can't really do too much with that, but somebody did post like the winning list in the Discord, so we can at least talk about that. Briefly. Yeah, and I, and I got some uh, 
friends and fans of the show that okay. that sent some notes in about what happened and how it went. So okay, awesome. Well, let's do housekeeping before we dive into all of that. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, very exciting. Um, I sent out a couple things here. Let's let's start with the not as exciting kind of little bit not bad news but bummer news is that uh you know the mats are we know when they're coming in and unfortunately uh, it's a little bit later so we're looking i sent an email out about this but we're looking to ship mats uh around the 10th hopefully of june which is next friday when you're listening to this um they just got stuck nothing i could do about it uh, i sent an email letting everybody know about it the positive thing though and this seems to happen a lot uh is that our order tokens are actually early and it'll be coming in this week. So I would really like to be shipping those by the end of the week. That's my goal right now. Um, if not, it'll be early next week. So those are the two updates there. Um, for those of you that didn't see, we announced uh, a new product, which is sleeves. We're, we're doing um, these sleeve packs, which is basically gonna cover your command hand. Uh, it's going to be just seven. I'm not worried about like contingencies because those don't need to be in the same sleeve anyways. And that may be actually more confusing if they are. And then the battlefield cards. So you get a pack of, of sleeves that, uh, you know, we did some really cool designs for the, the red, green and blue for the battlefield cards. And then we did a neat design for the back of the command hand as well. So we're going to be selling those here shortly. I've put a thing up there. You can get added to the wish list, and a bunch of people have already started adding themselves to the wish list. Hopefully, I'll I'll put those up live this week. Um, I have a good majority of them in stock already. Uh, we're just sorting through them, and then and then I'm waiting for the rest to get in, just so we we make sure we have the stock. Um, so no pre-order on that. Those are just going to be available. The next thing I'm really really excited about is this week we're going to be launching another new product, which is uh, barricades that are pre-basically painted slash whatever you want to call it, uh, that are going to have all these cool designs. Kyle's seen some of them. I think, Tim, you might have seen some. But, um, you know, basically they're MDF uh, barricades that are going to be where we're going to have faction specific ones, non-IP infringing faction specific barricades, um, and then some other really cool designs. Uh, you know, uh, Lumberjack Nick and I have been working on these, and I'm really excited about that. So it's going to be laser cut MDF that are pre-painted slash printed with this with colored designs on them. So, you know, if you're somebody who just wants some cool barricades that match your army and you don't want to paint and you don't want to build them, uh, you know, you can just get those from us. We'll have those soon. So I'm going to be putting those probably up on the website this week as well. So a bunch of new products I'm, I'm really excited about. Um and then uh, probably just the final thing is uh, Stormtide. You know, if, if you've been playing our narrative campaign, thank you for playing. We're on a two-month hiatus until July. If you want to get started, now's a great time to get started. You can start with season two, uh, box one of season two. That'll get you started. And we'll get going again here in, uh, in July, like I said. And I'm really excited. We got some... You know, I'm glad we took this time to kind of reset and think about what we want to do. Um, we've got an amazing writer uh, on staff that's helping us write these new stories. Uh, and he's got some crazy ideas and John's got some crazy ideas. We actually had a meeting about it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm really excited for where this is heading. So uh, so Stormtide's coming back better than ever. And, you know, we, you'll see with these barricades and like the sleeves and stuff these new products that we're putting out, we're actually doing um, a majority of this in-house and we're actually moving, um, I'm hoping for the most part, 99% of Stormtide will actually be built here uh, in-house in, in the US. And so I'm, I'm very, very excited about that, which means uh, we're just gonna be able to do cooler stuff, be able to do it faster. Um, and that's just, that's huge, you know, for us. And so I'm really excited for everybody to see where we're going with Stormtide uh, next. And um, yeah, and then as always, join the Patreon if you really like this, uh, you know, if you like this podcast or any of our blogs, you know, even if you only like 50% of our blog posts, you should still support us. And if you hate 50%, Maybe support us and, you know, we won't give that money to those people. We'll give it to the people that you like. You just let us know which ones you want your money to go to. That is not how it works, Jeff. <laughs> oh, oh, 
I just wanted them to feel good that they <laughs> felt like they had some say in how I did things. But all right. It's not how Kyle says. Sorry, guys. Kyle says that's not how it works. So, well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Um. <laughs> you can only go up. You can yeah. only go up, Kyle. All right. Um, so real quick, those barricades. Uh, that's it's actually like printed directly on the NBF, right? It's not like yeah. a sticker or anything. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's permanent. Yep. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's, I am too. It's, and and I'll tell you guys, this is going to lead to even more coolers product that we're putting together, and and we have ideas for. So I'm I'm really excited about what the future holds in the next few months. And you know, I've been kind of teasing this the last few weeks. Oh, hey, there's new products. I'm excited about it. But uh, we're we're really hitting that stride. Um, and so I can't I can't wait till you guys see what we got coming out next. There's some really cool stuff. So very exciting. Very exciting. Yep. Um, all right. Should we, why don't we hit the tournaments quickly yeah. before we, cause I have a feeling that Gar Saxon is going to be a longer topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you had some notes from Rocky tap. You want to, you want to talk about yeah, Rocky Top, Jay? So let me, let me launch this up. Uh, so we have a man in the field. His name is uh, Jamie Muke. He's a good friend of the show uh he and i gosh years we've been talking and i've i've been helping him he's an empire player and so you know he was of course coming to the best empire player on the podcast uh to uh to... Hey, wait, hang on hang on hang on hang on <laughs> says the guy who's committed to playing rebels for the entire year of 2022 i'll tell you i had a real i had a real moment today kyle where i think i was thinking about going back <laughs> <laughs> i was playing evan don't worry i i won but uh i was like uh i miss empire like i just miss him but anyways um so we you know he he and i have been going over lists that he's been putting together and he loves triple bikes and has been playing them for a long time and so uh he actually went four and one at rocky top and his only loss was to uh to the winner and uh you know I think it was Tyler uh, t- ended up taking Tyler Carnes. Yep. yep. Taking, I think he's took, uh, he had mall, two spiders, Kalani, a bunch of B ones and a, and a giant bed, uh, Jamie said. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. So he said, you know, a lot of the games were basically Tyler takes this bed and he goes, he just basically sits back and forces you to, sh- to get shot a bunch of times as you charge him as red player. And then he said Maul either defends or does what Maul does. And then, uh, you know, he said a lot of times it's just like, you know, for he's got the deck, so he just puts what he wants in there. And then you just got to kind of come to him, which is, yeah, that's an interesting list to do that with, right? So according at least to Discord, um, his bid was only 5.795. Oh. Um, and he actually uh, looks like would have lost the bid in the final because the other list that played him... Uh, in the well this is according to the discord so i don't know it says the other list that played him was 786 oh so um so maybe i don't know, I don't know. maybe that was giant for him uh, five points can be giant to some it people could, i mean that's 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 a big big ish yeah. decent sized bid now um you know in the in the realm of like you look at lvo when what was it like four of the six lists that made the final saturday sunday cut were 800 point lists so yeah yeah. Um, i mean and at the top like the like top 20 let's say the average bid was like i don't know three or four or something yeah not even not even it was like two or three yep so So. yeah i mean uh yeah it's right like i'm running an eight point bid and i usually get most people with with that rebels list that i'm playing um but yeah so it sounds like the tables were really good at rocky top i mean i wouldn't expect anything less from ryan um and the stab cast fellas uh let's see yeah it sounded like it went well everybody had a really good time from what i from what i gathered and uh yeah i saw some of the pictures of the tables they had a couple of similar tables to what i have like my jetta table a version Mm. of that um and some other stuff which was really neat yeah so the tables looked good everything looked nice um People said they had a great time, and I think there was like 50 some odd players that ended up yeah. showing up, which is that's a really good turnout, you know, yeah. especially mm-hmm. with all the last minute cancellations like myself, you know, yep, so. for sure. 51, I think, is what TTO says. So, yeah, mm. that's that's quite good. 
Yeah. Um, can we talk real quick about the fact that uh, there have been, I think by my account, four tournaments with at least 40 some odd players in the U.S. since uh, the start of the year, mm-hmm. um, that being uh, LVO, Adepticon, um, Rocky Top, and Cantobite. Um, yeah. And three of them have been won by a list with Kalani and two Ion Spiders in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think we know where the but... meta is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know how much we can say about it than what we've already said about it, but yeah. you know, it's do do whatever you want with that fact. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if we wanted to transition that into a quick invader talk too, sure, go ahead. Um, well, just I said that because so I've made it out of North America West. So I'm top, I guess, 16 in Invader League now because four people from each group. Um, but it reminded me because I, my last game was against Talk Polite, LJ Pena himself. Yep. He had Kalani, two Ion Spiders, and an AAT. And I have my Luke Dodge Pam list. So that yep. was a little nervous. But he got his AAT just a little bit close to the edge of the building. So I was able to like last Luke forward. And then burst of speed him, jump on the building, hit him with Son of Skywalker twice, Oof. and then clamber down, and then didn't take a wound. So he was hidden behind a building after that. So I did wounds the AAT. Um, and it was like, had LJ had his AAT a centimeter or two back, I wouldn't have been able to do it. And it would have been like he was in a strong position at that point. Um, after that, though, then Mega Guards came in, punched Luke for six wounds. <laughs> <laughs> he made me roll seven dice and i got one block um but and i had to dodge and everything i, I dodged eight to seven yeah, but I've, I've been there yeah it's fine because i mean op luke has seven wounds so it's right. fine yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i mean it was also that was turn four so i and i still had last jedi so then i played last jedi the next turn so lucas like luke actually survived the game which was pivotal to my win because it was sabotage and he rushed a bunch of B1s at my set, but would have got there, but Luke kind of just tied everything up. So. Mm-hmm. As he does. It was, well, it was a great game, but um, and then Technophobia is playing on Wednesday, it looks like. Um, I don't know if there's a streamer yet, but whatever. Yeah, will, uh, that, will, that, will that be the other uh, game deciding for the top four for West? Yeah, that's the last okay. game in West. Um, who, are the, who are the other two? Uh, JJ's Juggernaut. Yep. Okay. Uh, beat Darth Vader. And then Habmo beat Lord of Paper Towel. Okay. Yep. Um, and I'm so, out. <laughs> I, I think it's just me and Lucas who are still in contention right now. Yeah. Unless I'm missing someone. Oh, Doc Vello. Or did oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still in it. Yeah. Well, whoops. <laughs> he's He's got to win more games, though, because the East is bigger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one extra round. Yeah, but whatever. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's the quick invader update. So um, I guess I could talk about my game real quick. I'll I'll go fast. I I played Darth Thomas. Um, he had uh, I think I talked about this last last week, but he had a Yoda, Padme, Chewie, two three naked uh, phase ones, and then two uh, Wookies, one of the shooty Wookies, and one of the the defense shield Wookies. Um, we play. We did recover, uh, and it was it was a tough game most of the game. Um, it didn't look bad for me until towards the end. You know, basically, I knew he was going to go for the middle box, and so I put Sabine and Luke to go up for his one of his other his top box, um, and. Basically, they both started heading up there and then Yoda did what Yoda does. Uh, You know, Chewie carried Yoda, Yoda grabbed the middle box and then basically he Yoda moved back like the speed of the wind back to the other box. Um, And, you know, I started I was doing okay, and then it just I wasn't doing okay anymore. And, you know, it happens. And a lot of the overwatch on Wookiees is disgusting. And um, hard to deal with especially with Padme sharing her, her tokens and then Yoda sharing tokens and it's just like it's tough you know and then I think there was a moment where I had a shot 
uh, Sabine was up, moving towards the box, and I actually engaged the box holders. But then Yoda came and did a bunch of force push shenanigans. And then Luke got up there, got into contact with Yoda for Son of Skywalker and whiffed on both attacks. And I, w- I probably would have killed Yoda and I could have taken the box and moved out of there and maybe maybe took the game. Uh, but yeah, just completely whiffed on Son of Skywalker, which was, I think Darth Thomas even said, he goes, wow, um, yeah, that is the worst Son of Skywalker I've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah. And then, but by that time, like that was kind of my last Son of Skywalker was my last ditch effort to kind of, I thought I had, like, I didn't feel, I felt bad. Like things didn't feel great the whole time. And it was on edge and as it should be, you know, it's a top level game. And I was just like, oh God, oh God, I got, but then I, I think if I remember correctly, Yoda maybe had one or two wounds on him at that point too. So like if I got in base, he had no dodges, Son of Skywalker with one or two wounds, I was like, oh, yeah, we're probably going to get this. Like, it's going to be tough, but we're probably going to get this completely whiffed. And I was just like, great. Well, that's game, folks. And then Yoda just one pipped and three moved out of there. And I couldn't do anything with Luke to catch up to him. So that was that kind of sealed it. So those black attack dice are so fickle, dude. That's why, I mean, I know people have been about uh, like into the fray or other training upgrades on Jedi Luke. Like I still do. I got to go back to tenacity just because it raises the floor of that pool. Yeah. I've I've had too many moments like that where I'm like, yeah, I just need two hits on the seven black dice pool. And then it's like pff, one hit or blanks. And I'm like, Oh, all right then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wild. Yeah. Like the end of the fray versus tenacity. Like I just, I often use Luke as more like a anvil and use my army as a hammer. Yeah. Right. Like, I think it's just a little bit like different play styles, right? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't usually, I mean, into the fray is primarily for purposes of Luke's defense, right? So that he well, has surges. It's, on, yeah, it's only for his defense. Right. Yeah. Cause he already surges on attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't usually have problems with Luke surviving um, in, in games that I play Jedi Luke that I lose. It's usually because uh, like the rest of the army just kind of falls apart around him. Um, I think I think I've lost Jedi Luke in a game like one time, maybe. Um, so yeah, for me, tenacity is more valuable because you know, for you to for me to win with Luke, Luke needs to kind of just like put the game on his back, and yeah, I feel like it's easier to do that with tenacity. But yeah, I guess, and you know, I have C's in that spot, right? The, the, yeah, with Sabine. Sabine. Yeah, and I don't regret which it. makes total I, sense. In yeah, that setup. yeah, I really like my list, but oh, that was the other thing. So Sabine. Um, yeah, he ended up shooting Sabine a couple of times and she just ended up panicking off the board. Like she had like maybe one wound, but a ton of suppression. I was just like, and I think I needed one, like I rolled enough paint that it was like, if I had one more would have been gone and I yeah. could have, uh, so, you know, I mean, but those are the positions I probably yeah. put myself into, but it was just a lot of d- dice variants towards the end, which I think I got on our server and Kyle's like, how'd the game go? I'm like, I hate dice. I just hate them. I'm like, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm so mad. And then the next day I was like, nah, listen, I made some bad plays and the dice for sure didn't help. But man, in the moment, I was just like, dude, are you kidding me with this? Like it was, it happens, you know? It happens. Yep. Yeah. But Darth Thomas played a great game. And, and I mean, again, Yoda is the bane of my existence with this list. I really struggle. Yoda Chewie and recover sounds like a nightmare oh, to deal with. Well, it was the, I think I had, I had to get rid of, oh, I had to get rid of hostage. Oh yeah. Change. I mean, that would be worse. Don't <laughs> <be wrong. laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got rid of, I had to get rid of hostage and uh, yeah, or some, or some, it was something like that. Or I had to go recover because hostage, if I, if I even killed one of those, it was going to go to hostage and I couldn't let it. I forgot which way it was, yeah. but yeah. One of the ways I was trying to get around hostage, right? Cause that's bad with Yoda. So, yeah. um, I, but yeah. it was a good game. It was close and till the end. And then he just kind of took it and boy, boy, man, those shooting the, the whole Padme Yoda Wookiees thing is real nasty. It's Padme's, really nasty. Padme just with Wookiees period, whether Yoda's there or not, um, is really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've run lots of different versions of Wookiees at this point, and I think my favorite is Padme. 
something something well, wikis <laughs> i mean like she used to be you know i think back with the rec star days she used to be more of a like hey i'm gonna get an extra victory point right but now it's more she's she just sits there like every game i've played against a padme list she just sits there builds up all these tokens and people could just use them and it's like from it seems like forever away like and you're just like okay man i can't like all right. And then everything has, you know, Kyle knows Overwatch and Padme is like the bane of my existence because it's just like so range three now. Oh, and yeah. we're going to fire support. All right. Like I can't even. It's it's frustrating, but good. Well, it's good. Yeah. Especially a list like yours that has the two aggressive focus pieces in it. You know, Overwatch is yeah. it's a lot less good against lists that have a bunch of like focused range four shooting yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. It's, it seems tailor-made to counter like the Luxabine type situation. Um, all right. Uh, should we briefly, speaking of Luke, I guess we could briefly talk about um, Legion by the Bay. Uh, yep. So that was a little over 20 people, I think. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but some really good players there. Um, the final was between Matt Bronson, a.k.a. Zeus Juice, uh, who made top four at Adepticon. Um, with I think the exact same list. Uh, he's the one that bounced me from Adepticon. And then um, Bobby Joe Thomas, aka Blood Ocean, running his um, I didn't uh, do back ISF list, which I think is the exact same one that he's running for ladder. So um, they played each other in the final. Uh, Matt Bronson was victorious with his Luke 5 DLT situational awareness spam thing. So all those people on the Discord that were like, no, it's not that good. It hasn't even won anything yet. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so congrats to um, Matt Bronson. Um, he's kind of the, like, I don't know that you can ever track a list to a person originally, um, but he's certainly the person that was using it. This particular version of the list, the one with five DLTs in it, um, he's the one that was using it earliest and most consistently. So, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you, Matt Bronson, for that. <laughs> I mean, and uh, the late night discussions at LVO, I think, is a little bit why the DLT spam yeah. got way out of hand real quick. Because yeah. was... <laughs> well, I would, I would like to, I would like to briefly pat myself uh, oh, I... so slightly on the back and go back to an episode we had about countering droids, where I'm like, you know, what somebody should try is spamming yeah. rebel captains with DLTs and situational awareness. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we, we did not come up with it there, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the scrolls were, were read. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so congrats, Zeus Juice, um, on, your, on your win. At, I wanted to say Kublai but it's not that, right? It's Legion, no, by, it? Legion, Legion by, by the Bay, Bay yeah. which is a separate thing from Kublai Khan, mm-hmm. which is later this year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. I think um, I want to say that's in july or august yeah uh so if folks if you live in that area you should go to that (laughs) um but yeah legion by the way um all right uh so congrats to those guys um should we talk about gar saxon sure let's do it or you know what let's talk about ewoks briefly real quick oh yeah again yeah yeah obviously (laughs) yeah yeah um i mean they previewed a bunch of models uh they didn't. They, there were actually a couple times they alluded to rules. Um, they said something like, "We'll have the highest model count in Legion." It wasn't clear whether that would be like on a unit basis or whether, mm. like, on an entire list basis, which makes kind of a big difference. Um, but uh, if yeah. I had to guess, I'd say unit. <laughs> that would be my guess, also, like an eight per eight man unit or something like that. Yeah. Um, because if if you look. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least I would hope that's what it means because if you look at like the cheapest you know per model on a point basis unit right now it's B1 battle droids which yeah. already have you know the worst possible attack dice and the worst possible defense dice <laughs> um, not for long <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't really know how you make something like that and make I mean maybe they have some significant drawbacks I don't know um, they did say they were quite bad against armor um, also whatever that means, which is weird because it seems like they were pretty good against ATSTs in the movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do something like every 
every two Ewoks is actually one health point. So like, like once you, once you do a wound, it's two, it's actually two. You pick up two models. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would love something. I don't even care. I mean, you you could also make them like very short ranged, you know, like if you're talking about, I think there was of them, all the models they previewed, there was only like one with a bow. Um, well, that's probably you know, why they're bad has, against armor. Yeah, it's, most of them <laughs> had like spears and stuff. So, you know, it could be that their all their units are like range two or something. That would be pretty. Yeah, I know. mean, I think I think if they have like a Ewok chieftain, if they end up doing this, if they don't have some sort of command card that like destroys armor or is like, you know, like, <laughs> like it's the, like the two log thing. Yeah, it's like trap, six yeah. red dice impact four or something yeah. like I'm going to riot. Like it's yeah. got, it's gotta be something like that, you know, something with logs. Yeah. yeah. Something with logs. Um, I, you know, I'm really like, you know, back to our talk about goblins, like the, you know, not just the insanity of the unit and the chaos, but like, you know, the gliders, like I would love to have Ewok mm. gliders, Ewok catapults, like, Oh my God, there's so many like amazing things you could do. Yep. Uh, and just make it this like gremlin chaos army. Oh God. I like, uh, I really hope they do some of that. And like, you know, you could probably make, I think I saw this on Facebook. You could probably make C3PO like a commander. The commander. Yep. Yeah. Like piece of, get, get some use out of him. Oh my gosh. Like it'd be so good. <laughs> yeah. L- let him take uh, Luke, Leia, Chewie or um, Han as like operatives potentially. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then you basically just have a battle force that's specific to the, um, right. The, the end or conflict. And could you see, could you see like Ewoks taking over like ATSTs and speeder bikes, like, and have like good guy versions of those? Oh my God. Yeah. So I can totally see it. Yeah. Cause you could Um, do it in a way where you could have an ATST and it just has a different attack pool because like little bears are driving it instead. Like, so they don't even know what they're doing. They're just like banging buttons. Oh my God. Mm, Yep. Oh, they have to, they have to roll a dice every turn to see what they do. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, yeah, you don't get to the whatever yeah. to see what weapon they shoot, like <laughs> right, or like if they just move forward randomly or in some other random direction. Um, yeah, I love the models though. You got a <laughs> guest caster there, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. hey, hey, yes, hey, Tim's family's here saying yep. hi. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Tim Tim apparently pulled a burning forklift out of his out of his barn the other day, so we got to cut him a little bit slack. It's yeah, it's. I mean, Jay Jay said he had a week, and I mean, it was fine for us, but uh, <laughs> this is a disaster. Anyway, so I'm yep. I'm currently in my grandparents' basement, so someone had to come check on me. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Make sure you're okay. I, I love grandparents. <laughs> yep. I love that he just came over and was like, "Hey, what's going on? What's yeah, this thing? What's up? Hey, what's this newfangled hi. thing?" Hey, yep. there's people in your talkie box. Yep. Um, all right. Anyway, I am very excited about those models. Yeah. Uh, I think they did a great job with them. They look like Ewoks. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm very, I'm very happy about the tactical logs. Uh, yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think all around. I, I honestly, I, I'm, I think, you know, I think we gave AMG a lot of crap early on when this all happened and they were really quiet. And so um, I've really like since they've started doing these articles and we've seen what's been coming out and I, I think they've been hitting all the right notes. They've yeah. been doing a great job lately. And I, and I, you know, listen, it was probably a transition. It was probably a long, hard transition for them. And, you know, sure, they were going to have some trip ups and, you know, we tried to call them on those. And, but I'm glad they finally found their footing and everything's looking great. I'm really excited about everything. Yeah, I'll be excited to see how those rules shake out. Yeah. Um, they have kind of openly said that the battle forces, um, like balance was not a, <laughs> like not that they didn't try, but essentially that they emphasized theme over balance, I think is what they said. Um, I kind of hope that means they're just bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, theme over balance can mean way overpowered or way overpowered. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ideally, you get it to the point where it's like, yeah, this is great. This is interesting. If you have a bunch of whatever it is that's in the battle force and you want to run it, um, and it's not a situation where it's like, you know, like the B, the the Naboo uh, battle droid one. It's like, oh, I guess I got to go buy eight B ones now because yeah. this is way better than anything else 
droids can field. I hope that's not the case. Um, I guess yeah. we'll see. <laughs> well, and I think I think there's always the option that the OP, you know, OP could you could ban certain ones from right. like from tournament play. So yeah, and and I think they've shown with X-wing that if if they feel like, I mean, they made a bunch of changes and there were cards that just obviously didn't work with yeah. how they kind of like remade the game. So they were just like, yeah, you just can't use this anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's clear that they're like not afraid to do that sort of thing if it becomes yeah. necessary. Nope. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the archetype of theme over balance is like often like elves and Warhammer. It's like, oh, the elves are the best and greatest of all warriors, and often they are overpowered for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you just got to be careful with like, oh, it's a fine line. Yeah. These oh, yeah. these Ewoks can automatically destroy an ATST. It feels real bad if you run an ATST. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might be an appropriate theme with how the Battle of Endor went, but I, I um, would be I would be upset for like a second, but then I would be completely understanding. But <laughs> yeah, right. Fine. Look, Jay, somebody's gotta play as the stormtrooper <laughs> on Endor. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, um this, this is a game with two sides on it. Um in the Vader hallway scene, the fleet troopers have to be played by a person. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, let's talk about Gar Saxon before we run out of time here. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, nope. You want me to read it? Yeah, go nuts. All right. Uh, so, 105 points, roughly. Uh, roundabouts, five health. Uh, give or take uh, approximately yeah two courage yeah. <laughs> uh, surges to crit and on defense has jump to allies of convenience a keyword that we've seen already uh, compel just straight up compel uh, impervious sharpshooter one uh, the weapons on the card, Saxon's West Star 35 Blaster Pistol is a red, two black, a white, Pierce one, range one to two, advanced combat training, two red, and then has a ton, a ton of upgrades. That's two training, a comms, two gear, and two uh, armaments. That is a lot of that's slots. Lot, yeah. <laughs> yep. I. Uh, <laughs> So that's definitely the first thing that jumps out about the card is he has, what is that? It's seven slots. Yeah. Um, that has yeah. to be close to some kind of record. Um, I, 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 mean, I mean, functionally, just looking at it, it looks like the maximum possible you can have. Right. Shrinking those circles. Before you run out of space. Yeah. Yeah. Before you got to do like a double column of slots. Um, yeah. I'm, we'll get to his upgrades. We should probably just talk about his upgrades. Um, yeah. Because I, I mean, but there's, there's I, no, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm a little bit skeptical that you're going to be filling most of these slots. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Let's. So, unit card, real quick. Biggest thing for me is compel. Yeah. Not even close. Um, best keyword on his card. Best thing about his unit card, compel. Yeah. Agreed. Um, great with uh, the Mandalorian Super Commandos, who it seems, based on his command cards, which we'll get to, that he's designed to be run with, which of course yep. makes sense. Um, if Mandalorians are losing actions, that's real bad. Um, clearly, they have courage too, uh, so it's a little bit harder to suppress them than normal. But mm-hmm. um, like, if you're paying 100 point unit, 100 points, 100 plus points for a unit with four wounds, uh, you need them to get two actions every turn. So Compel ensures that. That um, also seems great with Pikes. Yep. which ordinarily wouldn't have a way to, um, you know, mitigate the fact that they're courage one court troopers. So, Oh, and I uh, should say shadow collective only and, and the commander. So yep. uh, yeah. 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 This is the first commander Mandalorian unit. Yep. 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 All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's. I love how we all had to think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Tim. Yeah. Okay. Uh, weapons. Yep. Okay. Uh, Saxon's Galar 90 rifle, range one to four, uh, single rainbow, uh, high velocity, lethal one, and long shot one. So big old sniper rifle, basically. 15 points. 15 points, which is important. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely. Um, I I don't care about long shot. 
it seems it's, like exp- it's it's an expensive thing to pay for that like spending an aim to increase your range by one i mean unless you're getting like a bunch of like aim generate like token generation that seems oh, like a waste we'll wait till it's command cards but yeah i, I think mentally if you're paying for gar and this rifle you're paying too much for what this weapon does yeah, that's um, that's my sense also it is super aim hungry um it only has three dice he doesn't have sharpshooter two like boba does he's only got sharpshooter one so he he does surge to crit at least like i mean i think the generally the idea of this is like you're trying to force uh a save with pierce right Um, yeah it's just a lot of points for something where you're picking up like one model yeah Yeah, maybe um, you know his the rest of his unit card tells me that like he wants to be up in the fight yeah. Right. Because yeah. if you want using compel on like your Mandalorians, he's got to be up there with them. Yep. So you're not going to be sitting back and using a rifle. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can see a use case for this. It feels a little bit too expensive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, so far it's the only like quote sniper in Shadow Collective we've seen. So yeah. by that, it has a. I mean, it has a use case, but so far, whatever. Yeah, yeah. although I will say one thing about high velocity. Um, high velocity benefits a lot from saturation. Yeah. Uh, if you've only got one high velocity weapon in your list and you're facing a dodge spam list, odds are, if it's a good dodge spam list, they have um, sort of like an answer for one-off high velocity shots, whether it's Guardian or Barrier or something like that or just enough models that it you know if you kill one dude with a high velocity weapon it doesn't matter um so well i think it's it's an important point that like we haven't seen anything else available to shadow collector that has high velocity i don't think this is going to solve your facing dodge spam issue (laughs) exactly by itself you know what i mean um so his uh, jetpack rockets, so Saxon Z3X jetpack rockets, range two, range I, two to three. Sometimes I forget you're Canadian. <laughs> and then I, it's moments like this that remind me. I specifically measured <laughs> across right there. Um, range two to three, three red. Um, it does exhaust. Um, it has blast, cycle, impact two, uh, and cost 10 points. I listen. I like that we're putting cycle on exhaustible cards now. Like that's that's a big change that I wish we could go back and and change some other cards, you know. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, it seems all right. Um, the cycle helps it out. I think I don't know that I would pay for this, but you know, it seems fine. I mean, it in it gives him range three capability, which I think is the most important part of this. Yeah. Um, so like near the beginning of the game, you don't have to get him. Like if you want to be shooting with him, you don't have to like get him into range two immediately. Um, but I mean, it also, I think it'll depend on your list a little bit, like, cause this does give you a little bit of an armor hedge. Yeah. Um, but like, if you're running like, I don't know, six pikes with impact rifles, you might not care about that as much. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I get what's happening here. Like. I suppose, like, if you wanted to put the jetpack and the sniper rifle on him, you kind of got, like, more of a long-range threat that's kind of blasting around, like, shooting stuff. And, you know, you can you can rocket the heavy one turn, and then you can go get behind some cover and then snipe it with some surge to crit. You know, like, you put both of those on him. He's a very anti-armor uh unit now you know which it's nice i i just don't know i guess for me i don't know enough about how this is going to play out if that makes sense or not right to spend this this amount of money this money points for something that's going to do that this weapon also i think is a like a um civil war sniper killer because it has blast and i mean he's a speed move and a jump so your ability to like jump up on a roof get both models in sight force three saves um, yeah, that's fair. Right. So I, I see a lot of utility in this. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I think personally, if you're taking a weapon upgrade on him, which I'm not convinced that you are, but if you are, I think it's probably this is going to be the most like versatile. Yeah. Um, it's also it's notable that 
you know, I, I saw a bunch of people see this and be like, oh man, it's it's uh, not on a command card. It's exhaustible. You can use it more than once. This is so much better than Boba's rocket. Um, Boba's rocket, like Boba has arsenal too. He can make a five dice blow with his rocket. Yes, it's yeah. on a command card. Yeah. But like, it's this is not as good as Boba's rocket. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> right. right. Um, like Boba and Boba can combine his rocket with an attack pool that has Pierce right. in it. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're talking about a five dice pool with Pierce versus a three dice pool without Pierce. That's a big yep. difference. Um, so yeah, you can use it more than once. That's great. Um, but this is going to be like a poking weapon against white saves or you know a nice little armor hedge. It's not yeah. going to be like something that you can collapse somebody with like you can with Boba's rocket. So, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. Um, but let's let's like be real about what it is. This is not like oh Boba's bad. His weapons are all in command cards. This one costs points and it's kind of bad in yeah. comparison. So, um, yeah. Cool. Speaking of weapons not on command cards, <laughs> yeah. Last weapon here: Saxon ZX Flame Projector. Uh, so this weapon could be used at range one or melee. Uh, one black, one white with spray, importantly. So one of the, each of those per model. Um, it does uh, discard, whatever it's called, the X. Um, and then also has blast, spray, as I said, and suppressive, and only costs five points. I mean, uh, it depends on how you're building them out. But let's say, let's say you take the jetpack. Let's say you have the points left in your list. I mean. Uh, I don't know. You're potentially killing a droid unit with this. Like uh, five points, you gotta get rid of it. You could potentially kill a droid unit or what, any white save unit, really. Not 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 Wookies, but like you know, any single wound white save unit. You could probably wipe a unit out with this weapon pretty easily. Um, it's a nice little insurance package, you know. Uh, that's how I see it. Like for five points, if I'm like. I don't know, like 785 and I've gotten everything in my army that I want to get. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you know what? Put the flame projector on there. Who, who knows if I'll run into something where I need that. Yeah, I mean, I think the, like, being able to use it in melee is super important. I think this is a bit of a B1's rush you, um, right? Because Gar really doesn't want to be caught in melee with white save models. Yep. So this is a little bit of a five point, I'll, if, like, both threat don't come near me or I'll flame you. And also, like, if you put eight B1 models in melee yeah. with him, uh, maybe not kill the whole unit, but definitely roast most of them. So, yes. Yeah. With a black and a white, you're getting one, on average, one save per model you shoot at. Yep. Yeah, which is, which is decent. I, I could see it in a list where you don't also have Maul. Mm. Um, because yes. if, if you did, then you would have force push and that would be less of a problem for you. But yeah, in a list where you have to worry about being tied up in melee, then potentially this is a little more interesting. Um, all right, should we hit his command cards? Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with the three? Work our way up? Yeah, let's go three, two, one, because that's the, right. the order that it, the, this image at least... <laughs> all right uh yeah so three pip victory or death i guess i should have said that more exciting there's an exclamation at the point at the end victory or death uh gar saxon and two troopers when gar saxon issues an order to a unit that unit gains one aim token gar saxon and each friendly uh special forces unit gain outmaneuver you can spend dodge tokens to cancel crit results okay I don't know. Sure. I mean, it's works pre works pretty well with the super commandos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's really Four the tokens. only choice at this point because it's uh, special forces and they're the only special forces. Well, <laughs> if you give any trooper a uh, order, they get a name token. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And the special forces gaining outmaneuver doesn't isn't affected by getting an order. They just get it. Right. But you probably want to give it to the super commandos because giving them that gives them an aim, and then they also have defend one. Yeah. So then you have an aim and a dodge and out maneuver to start the turn. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. This two pip also seems like it works best with super commandos. Yep. 
Um, fight another day. Uh, Gar Saxon cannot issue orders beyond range one. When Gar Saxon issues an order to a unit, that unit gains one dodge token. Gar Saxon and each friendly special forces unit gains that maneuver again. Um, and it's Gar Saxon and two troopers. So this is a two pip that gives out three orders, which is um, somewhat unique. Yeah, I mean, at range one, which is the sort of the right. job. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, often, I mean, function like you're probably playing this on the turn you approach, right? Yeah. So you're probably running all your mando. Like, um, like I could see a lot of lists having like Gar and two super commandos. So you just mm-hmm. give all them orders on the approach turn. Um, and then the next turn you play the three pip for the attacking turn. Um, yeah. But everything spreads out a little bit. Yep. But, Yeah, dodge tokens are good. If you give the orders to the super commandos, they get twice as many and they have out maneuver. So yeah. Yep. Not bad. Yep. Uh all right, last but not least. One pip marked for elimination. Got Gar Saxon gives himself an order and that's it. Uh Gar Saxon gains two aim tokens. Choose an enemy commander or operative unit. That unit gains four observation tokens and two suppression tokens. Yeah. Okay. I think this is neat um, primarily for the observation tokens. Uh, two aims on Gar Saxon. I mean, it, it's fine, but like all of his attacks have pretty low dice counts. Um, so, you know, we did just talk about how his sniper rifle is aim hungry. I guess this is the one turn you wouldn't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> but it's still just three dice. Uh, but the observation tokens, you know, any of your units can use those. Yeah. So, I mean, really, this strikes me as like the marked for elimination. So let's take away him shooting. Just if he does shoot, plus the observation tokens, plus the suppression. Like if you get a unit that's already got two or three suppression on him, like this is a panic. This is a panic uh, move, right? Yep. So you're saying, okay, I'm I'm just gonna. All right, you know what? I may not be able to kill Luke but maybe I can get eight suppression on them. You know what I mean? Between the observation tokens that if, if Luke already had some suppression and then, you know, there's a lot going on here. So you could potentially panic a unit. I, I mean, in my head, at least generally, like generally you kind of want your heroes to be shooting at their core. Like when you have pierce heavy stuff, unless their heroes are piercing or aren't piercing in, of course. But like with get our guard getting two aims and then put out four observation tokens, I kind of see it that you like you put this out. You Gar has aims to shoot at whatever unit he wants to shoot at, and then you just choose mm. the, the commander that your um, units are close to and can shoot at. So you kind of spread the effects a little bit, um, and also like the two special tokens. I don't like. I mean, you might be able to panic something at some point, but I think the more important thing is like especially like like Sabine or. Some of your heroes, uh, like Han, who have lower courage, like just limiting them to one action is yeah. important. Um, especially like if they're trying to be splashy, which is probably when you're playing this, they're probably taking a shot or two. So they probably already have a suppression or two. You put this on them and suddenly they're pretty unlikely to clear to two actions rather than not to go for the panic. But Yeah, honestly, two suppression during the command phase, um, that might be the best effect on this card. You know, I, like think about Sabine's explosions turn, right? Yeah. Like usually on that turn, she wants to jump in, do her explosions thing, and then speed one behind something. Like that's two actions. So yeah. if you throw this down, you know, suddenly she's got like a 50-50 shot. If she doesn't have Dauntless from the Darksaber or some other access to suppression removal, a 50-50 yeah. shot to actually get that off. Um, you know, it could be a nice little soft counter to like full surprises. You know, even if Luke doesn't have any suppression, he plays full surprises. Suddenly, he's starting the turn already down to his full full yeah. surprises dice. Um, and usually, when you play that card, you're in a position where you're like, "Yeah, Luke's kind of vulnerable, but I'm going to play full surprises, so I don't care." And then suddenly, you get slapped with two suppression, and you're like, "Oh wait, <laughs> like yeah. he is kind of vulnerable actually." <laughs> um, um, I mean, so. also even Anakin, like, oh, once, yeah. like yeah. once Anakin's all his cards are up. He's often taking a suppression or two, like from his activation anyway. Right, just so from not, was, not doing something. Yeah, yeah. Of, often one. Right, so you're yeah. you're sort of putting a little bit of an extra timer on Anakin because, like, 
now he's starting with his um, maximum suppression that he could be had. So, I mean, especially if he doesn't like roll any of that suppression off when he activates, then he's in real big danger of being flawed the following yeah. turn. So, yep. yep, I agree. Yeah, it's interesting. Yep. Yeah, these these cards are all like, yeah, this is a pretty pretty good effect without crying like this is ridiculous to me, which is good. That's a good yep. zone to shoot for. <laughs> yep. And I'd extend that to the upgrades. You know, I think each of these are like, yeah, if I want to use them in a particular way, I'd take this. But um, you know, if you want to just run them with, uh, you know, recon intel and like nothing else and just use them as like a, you know, harassing unit with his range two and for compel and a box grabber, like for 107 points, that seems yep. fine. You know? Seems pretty, I mean, four, four die search crit pierce gun for 107 or 105 points is pretty good. Plus yeah. all the other things he does, right? Yeah. Um, like there are plenty of lists where you would put like him even just as sort of a not a brawler but a like a four die crypt gun in a lot of lists so yeah. i mean think about you know chronic is what 75 points and yep. often now chronic is essentially just taken for compel and deploy the garrison and like yep. nothing else um sometimes voracious ambition uh you know throw 30 points on top of that and you've got you know, upgrading Krennic basically to jump to speed three, um, having a four dice attack profile and, um, you know, red saves with surge. <laughs> like, yeah, this seems fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I dig <laughs> it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the whole Shadow Collective, the, the, the battle force, I guess, battle force sort of battle force slash non-faction faction uh it, it's, it's shaping out to be really really interesting yeah like um and i you know we're about to talk about another unit and some cards here in a second but it's yeah it's it is uh it's shaping out to be super interesting and i'm kind of like intrigued like i at first when stuff was coming out, i'm like well, i don't yeah i don't really care about this but now like now stuff more stuff's coming out, i'm like oh wow this is super interesting like i kind of want to play this you know it seems seems fun yep uh, and i mean and nothing seems terrible nothing seems broken good like it's yeah. right in the it's right in that I'm, zone yeah there's, I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a fairly big zone to hit, but you want everything to be in it. And so yeah. far, I mean, someone's gonna find something broken at some point. But uh, <laughs> but so far, it seems great. Like just yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all in that perfect, like exciting but not game breaking kind of area. Well, and, and and like I mean, like Gar himself, like he has seven upgrade point like things. Um, you can run a skinny Gar. You can run a super fat um decked yeah. out gar can, and can, can we not call him gar please uh <laughs> that uh that is already that that term is already taken by an entire faction so um could we call him either the full name gar saxon you know just say his full name all the time uh oh or, we should call him the sax man or the sax yeah or the sax man um you know uh you could call him gar chadson if you want um but uh or simply just the jaw no yeah. uh but oh uh, what was that uh there's a cartoon my kids used to watch uh fairly odd parents and they had a uh, the chin the chin i think was a superhero yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Chin. yeah. Call just, the chin. just call him the chin there you go yeah. um, I mean, but it's so fun to just call him gar with my canadian accent yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. the bar Put Gar in the car and head to the bar. There you go. Uh, uh, it's just very confusing, and I, I love that um, the joke on the Discord because there's a, there's channels for each faction, and of course, the Republic chat is called Gar Chat. Uh, so when Gar Saxon was previewed, people were like, "Oh, I guess they don't even get their own channel anymore." Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is Gar Saxon chat now. So. Uh, all right, uh, let's hit these two other upgrade cards real quick. 
All right. But do, I, I can just pick one. Let's do uh, rating party. Rating party leader first. Uh, he's a unique pilot. Um, with like the one of the mercenary symbols. It's like two axes. Um, and then uh, heavy only. Uh, you gain allies of convenience and field commander. Um, each friendly little axe symbol vehicle unit gains demoralize one, which is the opposite of rally, basically, when you... Opposite um, of inspire, yeah. Inspire, sorry. Yep. Um, and it's 10 points. So, I mean, Shadow Collective getting a field commander right off the bat feels fine. Yeah, I think that's the primary benefit on here. And yeah. and for everyone maybe who hadn't seen it, just in case they did, there is an AA five speeder truck with that same act, double X symbol on it. It looks almost it's exactly the same as the as the rebels one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, so, the, the, the unit card is the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I mean the demoralized one effect is interesting to me. Let's say like it's each friendly vehicle. So like. I mean, they did preview swoop bikes. I think at the last minute, they just showed, it, showed us some mock-ups of some minis. So, like, if you had like a list that was like two of these vehicles and then three swoop bikes, and you were like everything was in the mix, then you're throwing five suppression out per turn just off your like activating plus shooting and displacement. But exactly right. <laughs> like, um, you, you you could see a, a a use there. I mean, especially yeah. like. Um, presuming that reckless driver, because it only says AA5 only, if I'm correct. Yep. So, like, if one, like, if you're like, quote, command AA5 had this guy, and then you're like, aggressive AA5 had um, a reckless driver, then you have an AA5 throwing suppression out, running someone over for damage and more suppression, and then probably shooting them for another suppression. So, <laughs> yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I think at least until we see what those swoops are and if, if they would benefit with this or not, you know, the primary, the moralized needs like saturation to work properly. Um, otherwise, you're just handing out random, probably meaningless suppression. Um, and I, yeah, I think this guy is going to see his time in the sun much later. Like yeah. both the field commander keyword and the demoralized one effect kind of i don't think you're going to matter very much right off the bat because shadow collective i think it'll be like i mean they'll have maul and gar and then gar saxon right um and <laughs> yeah. like and they're going to want to run things about that if once they get more vehicles or more sort of other units that you want to run without heroes or whatever then field commander will get more important so. i like i like this i will say because the guy um the rating party rating party leader uh, looks like one of the guys from Mandalorian, right? With, that were that had the ATST. So, like, you know, I like the idea that the ATST could be next to be added to this. You know, I like the idea of taking what we already have and saying, "Oh, yeah, this just this raiding party stole this," and like, as re you know reinstituting it as something else. Like, I, I, I like that. You know. Yep. Um. Next one, Fre frenzied gunner. Uh, double axe only and uh, heavy only while performing a ranged attack during the form attack pool step you may roll one red defense die on a blank result add one white attack die to the attack pool on a uh, block result add one black attack die on a surge result add one red attack die for five points yeah that's interesting it's, uh, it's kind of like tenacity for ranged attack yeah yeah Seems I, I like that this is a random result. Uh, this kind of yeah. leans into everything else the AA5 already does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, when you activate, roll three red dice, see if you get aims. Yeah, attack, roll another red one. Yeah, no, it's it feels yeah. it feels very fun. Um, presuming okay, I should also check the uh, um, the sharpshooter pilot. He is rebel only. Is he rebel only? Okay, yeah. Because I was gonna okay, so uh, that thought can go away. Um, the frenzy gunner, I mean, he's guaranteed to add an extra die, just the color changes. Yep. Um, I do think that's pretty important for the crit gun because you go from three dice to four, which yep. suddenly instead of averaging 0.75 crits, you average one. Um, and I mean, also when you like, once the battle ensues and maybe you're starting to catch things in the open late game, 
throwing three dice at that is a lot better than uh, or four dice is a lot better than three. Um, but I think it's also good with the quad gun as well. So yeah, I mean, you could put the quad on there, put him on there, and then put like an unstable astromech on there. (laughs) (laughs) Double double tap seven dice. I mean, and also unorthodox at the start. For the aim. Yeah. Like, I'm really thinking of, I mean, one of the first lists I think I'm going to try out for Shadow Collective is like Maul, a bunch of pikes, and then one of these speeder trucks with unorthodox this frenzy gunner and i think the crit gun is the one i'll have to go because of points yeah um but it, it just sort of gives your gun line a little bit of aim support sort of a big thing that can stand at the back and lob shots yeah. in and then if uh, maul wants a free ride up to the front i guess i can do that too yeah maul and <laughs> yeah you, you could you could do like you know the vader lat scenario that evan did right but with maul and a5 yep. the um i also think like um, with the amount of man, I mean, sort of aside from the pilots, but the AA5 has a medic on board that you can bring. Um, so I think if you're running a, like a very Mandalorian centric list, trying to find points for like a medic fan, probably decent because those models are very valuable. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> yep again it sort of doesn't seem too broken doesn't seem too bad just yeah. sort of seems, seems fun and interesting yep great job with this wave yeah thumbs up <laughs> great well we did it we did <laughs> yep Ah, oh, shoot so sorry to uh force users we're gonna have to push you guys next week we just yep. ran out of time again man that's too bad yeah look at that yeah, remember. um what force uses topic are we even punting at this point? I've kind of lost track. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll I figure it out. I think it was what to build around them. That's yes. There you go. That's definitely it. Honestly, okay. sure we definitely was... planned on talking about it. Yeah, yeah. with me last month. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Any final thoughts, gentlemen? No. Fires are scary. Make sure you can pull burning forklifts out of buildings if possible. Yes. <laughs> did you have to like get in the forklift or did you just kind of like man muscle it out of the building? Uh, we, well, I got an, another one of our machines and we wrapped a chain around it and just press on the gas and pull. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was very scary watching, like, we're bee farmers and it was a bunch of really dry wood covered in beeswax right beside this burning forklift. And watching jets of flame just about hit the very flammable <laughs> pieces of wood was uh, very stressful. I'd imagine that was yeah terrifying. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I also think in thirty years we'll see if I see the effects of uh, uh, inhaling a bunch of uh, lipo battery uh, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smoke smoke period is bad for you. Smoke uh, period when it's matter, a, yeah. basically a chemical fire. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be all right. I'm sure. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay. I'm Jimbo. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>